y'all what's going on guys so this this podcast is going to be about this book right here uh i've never really talked like i've talked about books before like i've talked about the dip and shit like that and i think people have told me uh that i should review books before people have done people have said this shit before that's actually what my first channel is about believe it or not like i was reading a bunch when i first dropped out of college because uh well i was like i, I bought a book right so like i started thinking about dropping out of college and i was like ah shit like like the fuck college man this this sucks like this can't be this can't be the end all be all right like let me, let me explain that first really quick let's kind of lead up to the story of why i think um why why i read and shit like that and why i'm going to probably start talking about books um again because i think i'm going to get back into reading and let me tell you why i fell off with reading a little bit we're just gonna we, we, we just finna talk, okay? Um, so I wanted to drop out of college uh, like December, like, like winter time, like I would say November, December 2015. Oh, boy. So that's pretty much just the beginning of 2016. We're just going to say 2016. So I dropped out right before the new year, um, right before Fallout 4 came out, I think right let me see let me see when that when that came out okay november 10th 2015 ah see yeah so right around then i remember because my friends were like "Ooh, you dropped out at the perfect time dude you're gonna get a lot of game time on that game it's supposed to be so good and it wasn't so i'm still pissed um but then i dropped out uh the day i went to a weekend concert with uh we saw the weekend for the first time me and my homie Lewis, we saw the weekend. We hung out with a couple people. Hey, Miles, you want to stop playing with the toy? We're working, bitch. We out here. You want to play with the toy that doesn't squeak? You ugly piece of shit. Um, but leading up to why I want to, because like I, 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 like I have a bad back and shit, so it would always throw out my back or I'd hurt my back from all bending down in the shower, all petting my dog, normal human, normal 20, mid-20s, lower 20s stuff. How old was I when I dropped out? What was that? Was that like three years ago? I was probably, I think I was 20 when I dropped out. Uh, some shoe gives a fuck. So I need, I'm getting too distracted by what I'm seeing and my recommended right now. So the last time I threw out my back in college, I left for about five days. And that like that week that I left was apparently like such a big week. Such a big deal. Had like three tests, ton of homework to turn in. Obviously, me being me, like I didn't tell them anything that I didn't leave. Like, I didn't tell them I left. I didn't tell them shit. Like I told them afterwards we were trying to figure it out. But like I saw all of my grades that I worked that whole year on. Like I was getting pretty good grades at that point. Pretty good grades for me. Like I had B's at that point. I was like, damn, woo, woo, that's the best I've ever done, right? Like that was some, <clears throat> that was some work. And then they all dropped <laughs> to like D's and F's. And I was like, I'm not trying. I was like, that doesn't make sense. That's not how life works. If you give up, what? You put in all this work and then for five days, you have to, you have to fuck, you have to do this insane shit. And school is just so dumb. Like, it's, it's, obviously, I'm not the personality type for what school builds most people for, right? I would say my thought process kind of on it is you need it if you are going to legally need it. I mean, I, I would bet any amount of money that my kids, uh, unless they fucking really want to, aren't going to go to college. Like, 
I don't even know how school is going to work. Like I'm the type of person who would want to hire a teacher along with other parents who would want to be who, who doesn't go with the, the normal curriculum of education because I think formal education is absolutely fucking cancer. And that's why I want to talk about self-education because I think that's what separates people from other people. Um, I do think reading is a very, very big part of success. I, I think it just has to do with learning, but I think reading things and information and doing something that's boring, right? Learning knowledge that you set out to seek and then applying it to your life is something that the overwhelming majority of people do not do. So I think if you can do that, you will win, right? For instance, like I started listening to Gary Vaynerchuk. And sh- I'm doing a lot of this. I'm doing a lot of dancing today. We're doing a lot of hand movements, being super Italian. Um, so I would talk, I would listen to Gary Vee a lot. And that I would apply almost, almost everything he said, right? Like I remember Ty Lopez was like, um, he's the one who got me into reading Ty Lopez. Gary Vee does, like, not read at all, which is hilarious, but he's, like, an anomaly. Uh, Ty Lopez said if <laughs> – I don't watch him at all, by the way. I hope – I know a lot of people, like, hate him, but, like, I just liked him because of, like, the reading stuff. Like, he would read a lot and give, like, a, a lot of good book uh, recommendations and shit. So I, I had a feeling a lot of his shit was kind of, you know, <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm, I'm good, dog. I'm good. I'm good on all that. Um, but he was like, just pick one person you want to listen to and – don't listen to anybody else. Just listen to that one person. I was like, I'm going to stop listening to you. Then. I'm going to listen to Gary Vaynerchuk and keep reading. Um, so I pretty much do everything Gary V said. If you want to dive into what he talks about, you totally can. Uh, I'm not going to go and give you a whole synopsis of what he does. I'm not going to spark note his life for you. But I think, like, like uh, I start, I, so I picked up a book, right, in college, and I I read it and I really retained the information. Like when I read, this is very weird. I haven't actually said this publicly. Like I've told a couple people about it, but like when I read like a good book with good information and things and I'm like, oh fuck, I could really use this shit. Like my heart, like I start getting excited, right? (laughs) So weird. Maybe that's why I'm talking about this right now. Cause what I would usually do is I would stand up and I would start walking around. I would pace, right? And I would just explain what I was just reading, right? Because if you can explain something you learn, you learn it better type shit. I don't know. Like, that's why um, you guys can't see it anymore. But if you look at the back, the last past podcasts, like, depending on which order this come out, it could be two ago or it could be five ago, depending on how I release certain things. Um, I have a huge table here that allows me to to walk around it fully because I pace a lot. And that's what I would do in my basement um, where, you got, where I used to work and stuff. And I would have a big table, like a lot of my, a lot of my shit on it. And that's what I have this big table for. Because, like, when I... If I learn something, if I have an idea, I kind of have to walk around and work it out. But when I read something that's super good, like my heart rate kind of increases, I get super excited and like, and I have to get up and like walk around and talk it out. But now I'm just standing. So maybe that's why I'm doing a lot of this because I can't pace. I mean, I could, I could pace, but I don't think, I don't really think you guys want to watch this. That's kind of hard to do as well. I also look like an idiot, but let's... (laughs) Let's get into talking about the books, but like why I think reading books is super, super important and just different kind of can set people apart from people. I mean, a lot of people who are successful, I think you kind of have to be like Gary, like an anomaly type shit to like not take in new information like that. I don't think you have to read per se, but I do think using that form of media to acquire knowledge is, is a little bit different, right? Because you can't really get sidetracked when you're reading a book. You can't open up a new tab you know, this is just an old form of media. Like, you have to, I don't know, there's something about it where it's boring as fuck. There's no pictures. It doesn't excite you, really. 
probably. Um, and you have to retain it and you have to apply it. You could read a million books and it wouldn't fucking matter, right? I dropped out of college. I started reading 40 to 65 books a year. And before that, I've read zero books, zero books. Fucking never. Like, even in school. So, like, I would, I don't know if I was like, I definitely was lying, of course. Um, but I would always, <laughs> I would always, like, tell, I know, my, my, my mom would say this shit too, like, if I, if I asked her. Like, I would always say, like, I can't, like, read and, like, <laughs> I can read, but I couldn't remember what I was reading. Pretty sure I just didn't want to because it's so boring. I have a problem with getting bored super fucking easily. Like, I get so bored. Editing is the bane of my existence, but here we are. It's pretty much the whole job of YouTube is editing. Um, So I think I just never knew the real value that reading could have behind it and and kind of, mm, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess the way formal education set it up or just the way everything was set up, you know, it was never my choice to learn. It was never my choice to pick what to learn, how to learn, how to do it. If I could put the book down, come back a week later, just however I wanted to do it. That's why I kind of, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe this will also help people, you know, by figuring themselves out, I guess. I think over time we'll, we'll touch on books quite a bit but now let's let's actually happen to the book i know i've been kind of pushing this back and just getting sidetracked so the life-changing magic of tidying up the japanese art of decluttering and organizing by mary kondo oh i i don't know why i thought this bitch was like white i don't know why i assumed that hmm maybe i need to get me a you can professionally tidy up my place. But I think you could actually hire this bitch. Uh, I like how I'm just referring to her as a bitch, and this book is great. I'm sure she's not. I'm sure she's a fine, fine person. Super nice. Cash for books, new bestseller, enjoys... Uh, okay, so pretty much... I just got done reading this book, and um, I, I've been, like, putting off reading. I've been, like, trying to figure out... You know, I've been getting... I, I, I'm settling in super hard. I've been here since, like, May... Right, May 15th, I pretty much moved in. And I've been just trying to figure, like I've never, I've, I've lived on my own before, like in college and stuff, but this is like way different, obviously. Um, especially being an entrepreneur, it's way different, I think, as well. So you're just, I'm trying to figure out the schedule. I'm trying to figure out how to do things and how to get back into, and the things I find important. I stopped reading for a while because I was doing the YouTube. You know, I was like, I don't really need, I was trying to figure out what to do in life, and this is it. But now I do this to supplement me and help me figure out the next step because it's been about two years and it's time to start flipping the script a little bit everywhere here and there that's why we have this channel that's why we're starting a a bunch of different series and doing things and just and just dabbling again you know trying things out because it's about time to switch it the fuck up son um but this book i think is super super important i think people should pick this one up it seems different um, even if it's applied in a little, in a, in, a, in a little bit, right? Like a little bit of the knowledge being applied, I think could greatly help people. So the basic premise of this is the, obviously the life-changing magic of tidying up. And I kind of, I don't even know what made me get this book because I am actually pretty tidy. All of my shit is pretty, like it looks messy sometimes, but I would say it's pretty fucking good. And I have no problem like throwing shit out, discarding things, clothes, books. Actually, she tells you to throw books out. So that's actually kind of tough for me because I'm like, dude, you bought it. You're going to throw that out? 
boy, there's not information in that. But I probably I'm gonna chuck. I, I that's a lot of a lot of my clutter. A lot of like the things that take up a ton of space. Like my mom has my um my books and like all the all, like a lot of Funko Pops because I live in a fucking condo, a two bedroom, so I can't harbor <laughs> a um a store size worth of books and Funko Pops. It's not possible. But something I was noticing, I kind of had this theory that, or maybe I probably got this theory after or during reading this, but you can kind of, you can't, you kind of feel when things, there's something you have to do and it's kind of stopping you from doing other things. For instance, I had like some more clutter over here. Like I had two hangers, two coat hangers, coat racks or whatever. And, uh, you know, I can't, like, it just, I can just feel it in my mind this, like, area over here that was, like, too messy and would kind of, like, interrupt with the flow of things because it's, like, blocking your mind of it. It's just, it, it's there. I've always heard this, like, your office or your room, but now my whole entire ha- condo, my apartment is all um, your mind to me. Like, where you live is a product of your mind. If it's super messy and out of order and everything's kind of everywhere and it looks like nobody gives a fuck and it's dirty as shit it's probably going to be a reflection of your mind. So if you tidy up the space around you, it would probably help you focus and mainline things with something I was kind of thinking, I guess, and getting at. I've never really been into like, because I've never really owned, you know, like my own, I, like I could though, you know, like I could have done like my own thing, you know, like my own space type shit. And I could have done whatever I wanted. And I have in the past, even at my parents' house, I feel like I'm talking really fast. I feel like I am. Like, I just caught myself. And I don't talk fast because I'm nervous. I just talk fast because I talk fast. Is that weird? It's not weird. I talk fast all the time. But I don't think that that's a really good... <laughs> it's not good to talk super, super fast, of course. I'll try and... Slow it down for y'all. Because I just drank, you know, a good amount of coffee. Dude, I woke up terribly late today, by the way. Um, I woke up at like... So I woke up at... 10 I got like seven or eight hours and I fell asleep for like another three because miles I picked miles up brought him into bed with me and we, we laid down he laid on his back like a cute little puppy dog like a human he laid on his back on the same pillows me we just fell asleep cuddling I had to I had to sleep there with him for another four hours so what the fuck was I saying I was slowing down the voice I will but I also think like having like a lot of Oh, oh, no, what I was saying was like, I haven't like had my own space. So like, for instance, I, my fucking bedroom of since when I moved in th- at three years old, I didn't change the room until I, before I moved <laughs> before I owned it off. I, I rented an office space before I changed up what my room looked like at my house that I slept in every day. You know, I never looked at what would make me happy how things would work for me type shit. You know, once you start making these decisions of like what works best with your life and how, I don't know. And I'm also really good at like utilizing spaces, I think as well, even if they're like smaller spaces and making it look and perceive bigger and having more room like that. Um, but like for like having it be the way you want is kind of like, I'm also trying to like add in my knowledge from this. Cause she talks about not having it be like the, the, flow of your place don't go with the flow of your place have it go with you you know most things are are super close anyway in a house you you probably don't live in a mansion if you're watching this but if you are can i sleep over what are you doing you got a mansion 
Patreon.com slash Poppy. Share some of that wealth, son. I'll do a free show for you. I'll come film this shit in your mansion with you. Um, but I think because, like, for instance, I only have this white couch here um, that I use for, like, if you guys see, like, the smoking show or any of the new series or, the, you know, the, the white couch that people know and love that smells like piss. Thank you, Stephanie. That will, thank you for the couch. But, um, like, my mom, when we were going, uh, we were just, like, looking at furniture and stuff. She's like, I'll buy you a couch, Mark. I'll buy you a couch. This is going to be... I want to get you one. I'm like, I don't want a fucking couch, son. I saw this big white table. I was like, I need that. She's like, people always have couches. I'm like, I don't lounge. What's that new rap song? Somebody just had a rap song with it. I think it was J. Cole. He's like, I don't even got uh, no couches in the living room because I don't lounge. That's not what he, that wasn't, that didn't rhyme. That wasn't a song. That wasn't the rap, but it was something like that. You get what I'm saying. I don't lounge. I don't sit down. I don't like chill. I don't, I don't like watch Netflix. I don't like sit on the couch and play video games i don't i don't sit i don't lay down um even though i did just say i just slept for an extra four hours um like my door is closing my room right now so i just don't get the need to be like i'm gonna take a little take a little load off but I kind of have things set up the way you want it right and a lot of the, a lot of the things she tries to get at and conveys especially towards the end um is the energy right and the things that make you happy type stuff like this table is very gave me a lot of energy and stuff but i think if there's like a lot of not the flow should be for your mind like when you look and are walking through things i'm trying to give like my perspective of this before i kind of dive more into this because i'm not really going to talk about i guess it's more of inspiring to talk about my view of it and if this this i think this is a good book for people to buy right because Especially, I think there's like a lot that would be good in here for like, I think everybody, because I think we're getting passed down like a lot of bad values. And like, even if people know how to clean, like what this says is you tidy up in one go. And so, you know, and you, you put the permanent places of things where they should be forever. So, so it's not taking energy away from things that you love. Right. And you discard all the things you don't need. Right. Like this t-shirt, probably just going to throw it out. Like, I don't really... Like, like, like it asks you to like get, if you get joy from things, like I definitely keep clothes. Like I have certain clothes I just wear around the house that you guys won't see that, um, I just wear. So I'm like, I'm not gonna wear my nice clothes or things I like while I'm around the house. But, um, she also talks about how that's not that, that, that good, man. You don't want to wear clothes that don't make you feel good or you don't look good in. Like, yeah, I could sell this shirt for $9, but it's just a lot of, I can, that's a lot of work. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna chuck it. I'm also going to throw this book out <laughs> i've that's my huge problem though with throwing out books like she said that she's like even throw this book out i'm not i'm not, not gonna read this shit reread this shit again like the dip is probably the only book i've reread and i've brought that book up a trillion times but she talks about yeah obviously keeping things you like not just like things that bring you genuine joy let's see can i can i pick something that doesn't the shirt does not if i pick it up i go yeah it's nice okay yeah it looks it looks good on me i'm never gonna wear it out though right i might wear it to like easter probably not i'm trying to wear something more expensive to easter so i'm probably gonna throw this shit out um it, it's probably gonna go in the maybe pile right um but i'm pretty good at throwing shit out so i'm gonna go with it's gonna get thrown out um i have like a lot of bookshelves and a lot of things are just taking up square footage that I can definitely condense right i have too many boxes that i'm looking at right now um, I have, I think it's definitely, 
the problem is going to be the books and bookshelves and just putting, taking out things that clutter up. I never understood why people would always have things that stick out from the wall that decrease your square footage. <laughs> like some people might be instantly thinking like, you got, you have to. No, I don't think so. Right. Um, like that's what like storage places are for like you have closets yeah you have closets you know what i'm saying and this i think this is definitely something that could absolutely help people with not just decluttering but just making all of it better i think making like i work from home so that's even more imperative for me to do that but i think having a place that feels not open but like good for you and for what feels right because i feel like Every person, you have to have this thing that kind of bugs you. You know, like, like this is something I learned from Jordan Peterson. Like, if you go into your room, okay, right now, if you go into your room and you just think about it, if you think about trying to make it better, it would make it happy, like, your perception of the world is based off of your thoughts, right? You can change the world based off of your thoughts. So this is, that might sound like some crazy cuckoo shit, but let me explain what I'm saying here. If you go into your room and you're trying to find things that are wrong with it and you want to make it better, they will start to appear. Things You'll start noticing things that are out of place. They didn't, they didn't really appear to you. They weren't, it wasn't imperative the second you walked in, but if you change your thoughts to start looking for things that were out of order and things that might not be making you happy inside whatever room you're in, you just change the world and your perception of what you're seeing. And if you can change how it is, right? Change how it is and make it good, it's going to be better. Your life is going to be better, right? Because you're not going to be seeing something you don't like, things that don't make you happy. And I think that is obviously extremely subjective. And that's that. this book also comes into play with that. That's That's something that, you know, this isn't going to be like, this isn't going to be a book review. It's just to, for me to talk about it like how I am now, like I'm not gonna, I guess just talking about, yeah, the book and why I think you could find value in it. Um, you know, like I got this book for at half price for thirteen fifty nine. Like I don't think the price of books ever matters. I think books will always be worth it, except for college textbooks. That's fucking retarded. But you can get so much value out of books, like crazy. And I think this one is super valuable. I think it's something that, I think. A lot of people, especially Americans, because we're super, we're super into things that we have, right? Materialistic. And I'm not saying I'm not <laughs> at all. I'm, I'm openly materialistic um, to a degree. I, I've been getting vastly much better. Obviously, I do love material objects. There's obviously people who are more materialistic than I am, but that's not really, that doesn't really matter how materialistic you are because you can just keep the things you love, but I think people do buy a lot of things that they might not like or are holding on to things that they think they might have again, they might wear again. Let me go grab a pair of shoes that I can't believe I'm throwing out. My, uh, my, my Kobe's, the, uh, I forgot what these are actually called. Like the ones with the, with the snake skin on them, triple black, Kobe nines. I mean, they're dirty, they're kind of beat up, but they're like my favorite, they're like my favorite shoes, but I haven't worn these in so long. Like I have other shoes that are similar, for instance, here, like like these Ricardo tissues, right? I just recently got these. I wear these all the fucking time. You guys can probably see me like always wearing them. Like if I post my outfit, we gotta be clean though. But I'm gonna get rid of these. Like these are way more in style and very similar. And these are just fucked up, right? 
just flexing. I should should grab some more expensive shoes. But you, do you see what I'm saying, though? Like I, I, like these. When I look at this, I go, oh, "It's like my favorite shoe." But like I don't wear it. It doesn't make me happy because even when I give myself the opportunity to wear them, I do not take it, and I will always pick these over that. So these are going to be thrown out. You could sell them. I could sell them, but I could also make the room right now which I think is more important, like, especially when it comes to like, like think about like the effort it would take to post, to sell, to get to the USPS. Oh, I gotta get a PO box tomorrow. I feel like I've been having a lot, a lot of, pro like not a problem, but like trouble with, I feel like my whole day is for like, I'm not like not having a problem getting started on things, but I feel like my days are short, short days are feeling short as fuck. I feel like I'm getting, a lot done and or less or the same done in more time. Hmm. Maybe that's maybe I'm just trying to figure that out. Maybe this will help. Maybe that's why I want to start reading. And I'm not really too worried about time. As long as things get done, they get done, and I'm glad about that. But there's just hmm. I don't know. I keep ruminating on that. Which obviously I'm in control about. You know, when I wake up, what time I start doing things, what I do. Ah, I forgot the last podcast didn't even go out yet. I was about to ask. I was about to be like, let's see what the comments said about that. But they, something I was t thinking about yesterday. Hmm. I feel like I still haven't really touched too much on the book. Do you guys want me to read the back of it really quickly? Kondo has positioned herself as Japan's premium, pre, preeminent <laughs> guru of tightness, a warrior princess in the war on clutter. I didn't even read the back of this. Um, despite constant efforts to declutter your home, do papers still accumulate like snowdrifts and clothes pile up like a tangled mess of noodles? <laughs> Japanese cleaning consultant Mary Kondo takes tidying to a whole new level, promising that if you properly simplify and organize your home once, you'll never have to do it again. Most methods advocate a room-by-room -room or little-by-little approach, which doom you to pick away at your piles of stuff forever. The KonMari method... Uh, with its revolutionary category-by-category category system leads to lasting results. In fact, none of Kondo's clients have lapsed, and she still has a three-month waiting list. Whoa. Which detailed guidance of... Is that hair? It's fucking me up. With detailed guidance for determining which items in your house spark joy and which don't, this international bestseller featuring Tokyo's newest lifestyle phenomenon will help you clear your clutter and enjoy the unique magic of a tidy home and the calm, motivated mindset... It can capture. That sounds pretty good, I think. Me thinks, huh? I reckon that sounds tight as fuck, mate. I think, especially with the, I think there are a bunch of things to learn in there. I, I, I obviously don't know how people tidy, how people clean. Like, I've been doing my own method. I usually don't really, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I haven't really had problems with it on my own. I kind of, I'm always looking at it from different perspectives and kind of like the most efficient way to do things. Let me check the time really quick. I hate how that camera only records for 29 minutes and 59 seconds, but I get it. I don't, I don't fucking get it at all. Mm. But yeah, I feel like I would always look at it, I guess, from different perspectives. I think I do still have too many things, you know, especially with like furniture, like certain little pieces of furniture, like bookshelves, other shelves, and I think, so I need to just get rid of those things, even though I'm like, I could use that in the next place. Fuck it. Who cares? Just get rid of that shit. Even if you use it in the next place. Dude, it's cool. Um, 
I guess just making the space less, mm, I don't know. Cause to me, you, I can feel when things, I like the room open and I'd rather have things just put away neatly though. Like you don't want to just shove things away. I think that might've been a huge problem of mine. And I can still kind of feel when things like aren't good. All right. This is how you know if things are good. When, they do, when it just does this, not this. <laughs> what am I saying? But I think, yeah, tidying and I don't tidy in all one go because like, I have other shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to do the room. I might, I actually probably, I might do all of it today. I might pop a monster. I was supposed to go to the gym today, but this might be a good workout. I think this takes priority right now um, with doing things. Cause I think this can also like, like if you're reading the book, I get and what I'm trying to convey, like it helps with your life. Right. Cause, and another thing I like that she said, like when you, when you're deciding what to keep and what to throw out, you're building confidence in yourself for making decisions. Like I'm pretty good at making decisions. Like I, I don't have a fucking problem with that, but I know, I know a lot of people do have problems with just throwing shit out. Like, oh no, it's cute. No, it's sentimental. Throw it the fuck out. <laughs> get, get rid of it. Like most, I would say the, the most of the things I have in here are probably going to get thrown away now. Like I already threw out a ton of shit and there's just more things that I have to, but I, cause I just want it to be so focused, you know? And, and, and I liked how she mentioned, like, if you, if you give it away, right, if you throw it away, it'll come back to you somehow, right? It's kind of like giving your time or being generous. It's kind of like helping somebody. It's kind of like, it's not, I don't believe in karma, right? Karma is stupid. I think that this is how it should be. Like if you're, um, let's say North Star is genuinely honest and like in a good place, right? For instance, where I want to interview people and talk about them, where they get excited and talk about what they want to do and just like listen to people and have people be important. If that's like the genuine North Star and goal, I think the surrounding things, uh, the energy you're putting out and things will just change with that. Like in this, she mentions like if you throw away like a bunch of your business cards and a bunch of all this stuff you're keeping to try and like meet all these people and these things that you have, like you're worried about, like once you get rid of all this worry and things that like all this pile, pile of papers and things you have to do or like old documents, like the best way I can think of it is like, let's say like what she said was like, if you throw out some books, they're just piling that, you know, you need to read the information you're going to be looking for might you, you might have more ability to look up the information with less books right like if you have 45 books you're like man i gotta read all those 45 books but if you declutter it to about like 12 I'm, these are just obviously random numbers i'm giving like don't if you have exactly 45 books don't take it down to 12 because i just said it you i hope <laughs> i don't even know why i said that i really don't think anybody would take that sentence that seriously but kind of what i'm saying here is like it's for you for for you what to do with you but like if you have like I kind of like what she was saying, though, like decluttering, because it kind of declutters your mind is the main point of this. For me, at least, is decluttering the mind, because to me, it is a direct reflection. It is a, it's exactly correct. If you have everything tidy and in order and everything that is around you brings you happiness and is, I guess, efficient and used properly, um, the better it'll be, right? If you have like a bunch of business cards that you got from people and you're like, oh, I got to go through all these and fucking, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know, but I think I'm kind of just talking now, trying to maybe figure out a way of verbalizing. I'm looking for the vocabulary of how to um, explain what I'm trying to get at here. But like, let's say just you 
decluttering your mind of worrying about certain things. Just that's so many things for life though. For real. If you declutter your mind, stop worrying and just start doing and working towards a North star and looking at the overall picture instead of what's currently at hand. Right? So I'm going to keep going back to the business card. idea. If you keep all these business cards from people, chuck them and just worry, not worry about it, but just have the North star be like, I just want to meet good people. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'll reach out to people. Like you could reach out to people. You could start doing the active things yourself. But if you just want to, instead of focusing on the stack of business cards, throw them out and just worry about the, the bigger picture. Like, let's say you're worried about, I'm trying to think of a really good analogy here. Like, like usually the bigger picture will bring in the smaller things is what I'm seeing, right? So like I wanted to change up my, my friend group and I wanted to start collabing with people. Like I just want to switch all of that up. And that kind of happens naturally. Like if you get rid of people and your energy is good to where you want to surround yourself with people that you're looking for. And if you're like, I just feel like doing things with the intent of it being good, right? Like with, with you not lying about the intent, right? Like, I don't know why I keep going back to the business cards. Cause like I actually have gotten a quite a bit of business cards from people recently. I actually didn't even know people carry around business cards like that anymore. Um, I'm not going to do that. Probably should. I'm not going to do that shit. My business cards online. Just type my fucking name in. What's up? But I think like the intent should be good. Right. Having like doing something. Let's see. What can I say here? Like, like doing something for money. Like if somebody was to come up to me and offer me money to advertise something I didn't believe in, I think that would hurt me. Even if I took the short term monetary gain. Right. I think in the long term, if I was to deny, which I, I always would, if it's not a company that I believe in or want to use, if it's um, a company, if I just wait, like I would rather wait and work with a good company than take the money up front type shit. And I think that money would come. Like if you let things go now, because you're, um, like I said before, what are you, what are you doing? You are delaying gratification, kind of, kind of. I think it's just you moving the worry and not worrying about it and actively working, just working towards having your mind be clear of actively working towards a goal. Cause throwing things out you don't like helps you find things you do like. So it's decluttering your mind, I guess. And so throwing, I guess going back to the business, if you're throwing away the business cards or throwing away the books and all this stuff, you're more likely to find people that you, you wanted to work with anyway, because the energy is changing. Your happiness is changing. Your whole life will change. And I believe that totally. I think change is super, super important. And I think even dabble, like I think if somebody was to dismiss this idea right away, that would be a huge tell of them. And I'm not saying just because they don't want to listen to me or listen to a book, but if you're just about to go like, no, nah, that's fucking, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Probably something wrong. Like you should definitely try it. You should definitely apply it and see the fucking, <laughs> the return you get, right? That, I mean, it's, it sounds funny to say out loud that somebody would dismiss something like that but that happens quite often i think people are extremely dismissive and aren't very open um or agreeable right are those whatever like i sometimes i try and be more agreeable it's always good to be like a little bit of an opposite of what you usually are i'm i'm pretty disagreeable i would say the overwhelming majority of the time and a lot of the times i think 
me doing the opposite of it usually kind of opens up things for me to like try out and see if I like it, you know? I don't even know why I dabbled, why I just said that. Because I kind of now forgot. Oh, the dismissiveness. Dismissing something like, like, let's say I tell you, this is a really good analogy, but not really good for most people, but like, this is what Gary says all the time. And it kind of makes sense, right? Because it always confuses me as to why people don't do things that successful people or people they want to be like tell them they should try and do right for instance um people people always ask me like how to find their passion and stuff or how to find what to do and i'm like just try things anything you want to do try it and then quit if you don't like it if it doesn't work out if you just hate it just try it quit try it quit you want to be a bartender try it you don't like it quit you want to be a fucking uber driver try it you don't like it, quit. Like, like, do these things. You want to start doing art. You want to go to fashion school. If you don't like it, quit. I fucking took fashion classes. Like, ah, this shit sucks. I like clothes, but I don't want to do this. Took the loss on the money and quit because you're learning. I would pay $2,000 just to find out shit I don't like because it's getting closer to things you do like. And then you're going to find your niche, right? And this niche could change my me wanting to do the comedy. I don't think that's ever going to change because it's just so natural and I'm good at it and I do like doing it. But the things I do with it could always change and just build and stuff or could change with time. Doubt it though. But when I tell people to do that, to start things and quit and keep it moving, right? Don't, don't worry about the loss. I think a lot of people just get scared about People get scared about people calling them quitters because even my friend called me a quitter once asking like, he's like, what do you think of people thinking you're a quitter? Cause I would always quit so much. I'd quit all the things I don't want to do just to, cause I know what's the point. Like I always have an analogy for college. So let's say you're going to a store that's, um, four miles away. Okay. You drive, let's say you're going to Chick-fil-A on Sunday. Okay. It's four miles away. You drive two miles and you're like, Oh fuck. It's closed. Are you still going to go to that store? You still going to go to Chick-fil-A just because you already drove two miles? You already put in the time and money. You might as well finish it up, right? No, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. You turn your ass around and cut your losses. Same thing with everything in life, right? With school, a lot of people hit me. Oh, Mark, you went two years out of the four years. You should have just finished it since you started it and you put in the time and money. No, I'm going to cut my fucking losses. I would have just graduated. And I wouldn't even have started any of this shit. I would have had an extra $50,000 worth of debt. I would have had all this extra shit. Like, think about it. Like, really think about, like, time is way fucking more important than money, first of all. And the time you've spent, cut your loss. And now save the rest of the time. Because time is super important. You can't get that shit back. If you hate doing something, I cannot do things I don't like at all. Especially nowadays. That, that, that doesn't fucking happen. This got pretty off track about the book but it's more of just like it's not really i would say it's about the book obviously but it's more of like the books that bring they bring out an idea that you want to learn because i'm sure there's another fucking book like this positive of it um but i kind of just want people this to give people ideas and i kind of like where my mind goes after having a book that i like where this went i like this i it's different i think my the way I'm talking and looking at things is different than the last episode. I was also super high in the last episode and it wasn't based off, it wasn't coming off of me just reading and it wasn't just like just getting done reading and having the ideas fresh in the mind spinning, right? 
but I do, I, th- I think I'll probably do more shit like this often. I definitely don't read like I used to f- on purpose. Cause that's, I, I think there is diminishing returns. There's diminishing returns on reading. There's diminishing returns on everything, but there's a lot of diminishing returns on reading and not applying. If you just read, 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 and you're like, I'm going to, I'll be ready one day. Like I'm super good at knowing when I'm ready to do something. Like I can learn enough and be like, okay, I think it's time for me to start because you can learn so much until you start and they're going to get punched in the face and that doesn't fucking matter what you just learned. Like what's a really, like you can't read about doing pushups. You got to do them. You got to do that shit. You got to stop reading about it and you have to do it. You have to, if you want to read about tidying, you can read 400 books about tidying. But if you don't tidy, what the fuck? You can have all, you can have all of the nutritional information you want. But if you don't apply the nutritional facts you know and the facts you know about the gym, you're going to be a fat fuck. Read some shit, learn some shit, and apply that shit. Apply it as fast as possible. Read the book like today. Like, read a little bit of the book and be like, I'm going to start tidying, man. I'm, I'm into it. I'm going to try that shit out. This book, um, if you are not, it's an easy fucking book to read. Um, super easy. It's like 205 pages. Quick. You know, there are a couple pages I skipped of like how to tidy with family members and shit. Like I don't, I live alone. Like I don't give a fuck. Even if I did live with my family, wouldn't fucking care at all. Um, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, I think this is kind of a good, good place to end it. I think. Let me know what you guys think about this. What you guys thought about this episode or any of the episodes. I'm just kind of excited to see. Where everything goes, I'm kind of just trying to try out new things and see what sticks. Whenever I have an idea, I'm just going to do it uh, and see how I like it. See how see how it goes. Throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks. I'm excited for this channel. We hit 8,000 subs on this one. I'm trying to get this one to 10,000. We're about to be monetized on this bitch. Very excited. Just started two more channels. I think I might have talked about those in a prior. But yeah, I did. I definitely did about like the intern... And the, uh, that might come out or might not. I want to see how like boring it is. But like getting an intern or getting it, what was the other part of that? I don't remember. It's pretty high. Um, oh, and like new series and stuff like that, and having like different channels, like highlight channels and shit like that. So I'm really trying to take all this to the next level. I'm also going to California in August from 15th to the 19th. Hit me up if you want to collab. Let's do some shit. Just trying to really get, you know, I haven't even started yet for real. Like two years into YouTube already, but like none of none of this has even started yet this is the beginning this is just kind of i feel like i'm just well now that i moved out right you can be yourself and start to learn who you really are and surround yourself by the people you want to be around and that's where i think the change of becoming your own person is finally going to happen um especially because i'm in a super good happy place right now i feel like there's nothing wrong <laughs> at all like i'm super i'm super good i'm super excited about everything which I guess is awesome to say truthfully, right? Like I have nothing right now that I'm, I'm worried about. I'm just excited to, you know, put this kind of stuff out into the world and to meet people who are likewise or, or like it because that's the people you need, right? That's the people I want to surround myself with. That's the people you want to like take over the world with, right? Um, I think good things to come, guys. I think this is definitely... This channel and the Winebox Poppy channel are definitely good, definitely good places to be. Definitely, let's get let's let's, let's get let's get seven seventy million. How many does fucking PewDiePie have? Almost a hundred million subs. I don't even know. 
I know nothing about that. Just T-Series beat him, right? <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for listening on any platform, anywhere, except for SoundCloud. I'm not paying that shit. If you want to support me or my beautiful dog who's right there, he actually kind of looks dead. So if you want to support me, I have everything down below. We have, Just down below. We have ringtones, merch. We got new merch coming out soon. We have vlogs. Patreon, get back into stand-up. I kind of want to talk about that because I'm really, that's also something else I have to really get back into the groove of because you, to me at least, that takes a lot of brain power and your mind can't be elsewhere. So after I tidy this up and kind of just get back into like what I need to do, then I, I feel, I actually don't think anybody thinks this though, but I, I hate when I say like I'm going to be doing stand-up again, but it takes, it takes a while to do that because I actually care about it though. God, this kind of sounds like demeaning though, but I care about it so much that I don't want to start if my mind, like I, I, like I obviously do comedy on YouTube and stuff. So I'm not like at a nine to five, just wasting away. Like I'm still getting seasoned and shit with my improv and my wittiness type shit, but I'm, I don't want, I do want to get back. I, I am, but I don't want to do it while I have other things on my mind. I don't want it to be clouded. I don't want it to be, I, I don't want it to be diluted at all. I want to give it my attention. I want it to be, I want to like respect the, I want to respect the craft. <laughs> Cause like, if you go to some open mics, you'll see some of those fuckers just wrote down some jokes last weekend. And they're like, these are going to hit. They don't hit. And then they get mad at the crowd, which is hilarious. <laughs> Getting mad at a crowd of comics. When you're at an open mic, I've heard people be like, this audience. It's like, we're all comics, dude. What do you mean, this audience? You suck. We know what's going on here, man. We just knew the whole thing when you started, fuckface. Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. I love every single one of you individually. Mm-hmm. Mwah.